0: Hi, and welcome. Uh, My name is Brendan Kelly. I am an entrepreneur, property investor, uh, business owner, and am joined today with Perry Martin. Welcome, Perry. Welcome, Brandon. Looking forward
1: to today's topic because it's all about
0: making more money. Perry, credentialing, 25 words or less. Tell me about who you are for the first time. People have seen you, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, business owner, investor, specialize
1: in helping clients build businesses that run without their constant input, which is what I do. Uh, get to surf a lot, have a lot of fun and super specialty in helping people understand the unconscious patterns that limit or undermine their ability to create the results they want. And I'll quickly give a spiel about that because you can get all the technical training in the world. You can be incredibly gifted, incredibly intelligent, but what happens is your unconscious makes choices for you. You don't consciously make them all the science proves that these days. And so however your unconscious is programmed is the, dictator of the results you get there we go
0: that, that was a long 25 words <laughs> oh
1: yeah <laughs> well i heard 25 seconds maybe
0: I, <laughs> maybe I wanted to if we're talking about superheroes then um we are talking about uh well not superheroes um, what are they what are they Superpowers. So your superpower is is the psychology around it. My superpower probably would be the financials and the modelling. Yeah, well you're the uh, you're the you're the maths man. You've always yeah. Been I'm the maths that. man. I'm the numbers man. Anyway, today's conversation. Is by the way,
1: no one sec, one sec. Yeah, yeah, go, on. He's, go on. on. he's a humble guy. He's like the rain man with the <laughs> man. That's actually how he is. He's, he's prodigy. He's just being humble. Anyway,
0: let's get. You're on. too kind. I'll take it. Um, so uh, today's conversation is all about how do we get more money in the door? How how do we actually increase our revenue? And the only way to do that is to make sales. So how do we make sales? The only only way to do that is to have more people to sell to. Um, You can change different markets or change your product and and increase prices, et cetera, like that to manage more revenue within the business. But, But the essence is the more clients you have, the more customers you have, the more ability you have to make money. So the conversation today very briefly is, well, how do we get more clients? And how do we access more markets? How do we access more people? Um, Perra's got a rule on this. Now we've been talking recently around um, with a lady by the name of Christy Melling, who is all about social media and um, very powerful, very insightful content. And I've enjoyed immensely the conversations thus far. And the essence is expect a longer lead time, expect to work uh, and nurture for longer in order to convert. uh, If you're using social media as your primary channel Uh, and it's all about give and having them want to buy as opposed to selling and making them buy very, very different psychology around that. Now, today's conversation is, well, what percentage of time do you spend on your social marketing versus what do you spend on your traditional marketing? What, what How do you actually spend your time in your marketing? And, and I guess a, a bigger conversation is, well, how much time do you spend on your marketing versus how much time do you spend on your operations and your business? Perry, your rule, um, you've got a base rule around spending time on marketing versus spending time on business. And then what I wanna do is get you to delve into, given the marketing component of that, how would you split up that percentage? So, what's first? Firstly, what's your base rule?
1: Fifty percent of your time is spent marketing. Thirty percent of your time is in delivery. Twenty percent of your time is in operations or management.
0: Now, nice I mean, base rule. Now, is yeah. that have you found that across the multitude of businesses that you run that as a base rule, or have you found different industries manage it differently and need well, to manage it differently?
1: i would say it's a discipline right so as an example when i talk about that rule i'm talking about that for myself or or businesses that have smaller number of staff because if you have a business where you have a marketing team you know working eight hours a day um then that rule can sort of go out the door what we mean but if you're a smaller business and you don't have a, have a big marketing team and you are involved with the marketing then it just makes sense that you
0: free up as much time as possible to be involved in running that marketing. Well, and take you out of the equation. I mean, if we're talking business per se as a business itself. How much time do you think a general business would spend on marketing versus the time doing a general business spend on, on oh, uh, operations versus general business work on on delivery? Again, 50, 30, 20. It's so a, broadly, a yeah, yeah. So mean, it's an, broadly, an individual within it is, is you know, whatever role they have to play, they play. Um, but, but from where you're coming from, if you're a small business owner and your job is to run your business, you'd want to set up a calendar that says 50% of your week is all about managing marketing. 30% of your week is all about delivering 20% of your week is all about the paperwork and the operations to keep the thing afloat. Yeah,
1: Or even product development. And and so, you know, you'd go and I'd look at a small team. So if I I come backwards and why even think this way? So... Uh, I can tell you my own stories, but I've got lots of stories with clients. If I go to a client... Yeah, and... no, I've only
0: got 15 minutes.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll be quick. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a quick two points. Like two, two really important points. I go into a business, cash flow issues. First question, how much time is being spent collectively on the marketing? And oftentimes you see that they're not spending anything close to that 50%. They're no, you're not. in operations, administration. Agreed. So then you've got to readjust things so they call that time back. Because if you've got 50% of your time working and you're just working on the marketing collectively or as an individual, if you're a smaller business, that's 50% of your working hours.
0: Yes, two and a half hour. days a week. That's yeah, hard oh,
1: and, and here's the really important thing and I'm speaking really quick because you're putting the pressure on me to get this done quickly. Um, but it, it, it's- This is it's, good for you, period. Jeez, <laughs> i am got performance anxiety. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's really simple to see. So if you've clawed back and you've got 50% of your time, because the only thing that makes mar- money is marketing and sales, right? So if you're spending 50% of your time
0: in marketing and sales, great. If you're not, that's the problem, right? Yeah, That's interesting thought. Point. And you could almost scale that back, couldn't you? I mean, if you've got a 40% ratio towards marketing scale and you've got a revenue thing, then you've got 30%, there's a revenue hit, and then there's a, a 20% of a revenue hit, 10%, 10% of a revenue hit, and no percent is, hey, where's my money gone? So, um, yeah, it, it's a sliding scale of efficiency with respect to revenue generation.
1: And now, because you're pushing me, I'm going to go somewhere else to the next thing. Like and so, what do you spend that time in, right? Like, how much time should you spend
0: social media marketing? Ah, and that's that, where right. To go. That's okay, where that's going. what I'm saying. You, we've only got 15 minutes, I think. So, what what percentage of time would you spend on on social media versus spending <laughs> on your traditional um, paths, your trusted and true? Well, again, right,
1: it all comes back to the metrics. So, in my experience, and I think this is an experience that most people have had you'll typically find, you know, if you spend, look at your year and all the things that you've done tactically as a marketer in, the, in that year, some things work really well, some things don't work so well. And so w- what we tend to look for is, you know, the old 80-20 rule, 20% of what you're doings uh, producing the bulk of the income that your business makes. So let's find out what that 20% is and put effort and energy into that. So you can't answer that question without. Whoa. getting.
0: Metrics. Oh yeah, no, here's a challenge because if you're going down a path of, um, using my pen to point, if you, if you're going down, the, <laughs> you're not, not wrong. If you're going down the path of, um, exploring social media as your channel, and it has a long nurture time and a long lead time then you're not going to see any return for that for a long time are you going to go the 8020 rule and then go up, bugger off the uh, the social marketing because it's too much energy too time consuming too dependent or too dependent on a constant application oh. And, and therefore, and and I can't measure the yield directly. Therefore, I spend twenty percent on that, which I traditionally go. And then you're, you're a dinosaur in in your marketing. You're,
1: you're you're being tricky. Okay. <laughs> no, the answer to that same thing. Uh, I'm going to understand my eighty twenties after trialing thing. So yes, yeah, but what's a trial time? What's a lead time? Well, here's because it here... could be a year before you get anything out of um, no social media. No,
0: I, I wouldn't say. I, I, okay, I good, I'll come, good. I come so back. To, I come what, what period of time would you expect your first conversion through a nurture and um, uh, contribution approach through social media? When, when, when would you expect your first, I want to know more, let me buy your product? You, you, you know, I'm back
1: not to answering the question directly. I'm going to answer the question. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> what I would do, if you ask me what I would do. So I, if I've got, established channels that are working for me. I might put 80% of my marketing time into those established channels because there's a low risk profile because they've been producing for me for years. Um, So it's easy. I don't have a a huge, uh, 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 you know, when you've got to learn something new, it's kind of taxing. So I'm gonna spend 80% of my time in channels that statistically are working for me. Um, And then I might spend 20% of my time trialing social media. And so, coming back to that uh, question, you know, within a month to two months, I'm going to have a real fair idea about how things are working for me from a social media
0: perspective. Because I disagree. Okay. I'm 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 actually practically nervous yep. about the yield you get from social media. Uh, I think it's a, a critical mass thing. I, I'm, I'm of the opinion and uh, there's a certain naivety on my part around social media, I acknowledge, but I'm of the opinion that a, uh, you need a certain critical mass in order to not viral necessarily, but in order to get an outcome um, from your social media campaign. If you if you're starting out, it might take you a good six or 12 months to get enough following for people to go, Oh yeah, um, uh, look, I am interested or to find one who, who is interested. I mean, if you've got a following of 20 people it, it's, that's a tough gig to call on a, on 10 of them to roll up and buy stuff. If you've got a following of 200,000 people, well, 10 of them is going to be a lot easier to do. Do you see where I'm coming from? And it's going to mm-hmm. take a long time to get that critical mass.
1: Yeah, but I, I would still disagree with that because I would have, I, I mean, this would be a good conversation to have Chris, Chris here, but anyway, cause she's an expert on that. But in my, in, in social media, but my experience, I'm still going to get a fair idea about how things are going within a month to two months. Right. And here's why I'm saying that because I've had done social media campaigns and I would not consider myself a social media marketing expert, by the way, but I've done social media campaigns and they're converting for me in one way or another within two weeks. Because, All right. Okay,
0: good. Because good so material. If you've got the evidence that, that that backs up. There is a direct response that you can measure.
1: Yeah, and, and I'll just, I will dig into this quickly because social media, you, you know, one of my concerns about social media is big deal if you've got, you know, I'm working, with, I'm working with a business at the moment and that they do a lot of social media activity. And my suspicion that I've brought to them is that your social media activity won't convert to dollars you have lots of people that like what you do you have lots of people that engage in your posts but um they're not converting to dollars at this point
0: yeah so that's you, my so, dilemma that's my thought.
1: Yeah. right so so for me um uh what i'm looking at is if i've got social media activities happening first of all i'm going to see engagement but i'm only interested in conversion so if within two months i've only got 20 followers as an example um, but I've converted, say, 10% of them into a sale, then I'm going to continue that. For, well, you would, correct.
0: Yeah. I'm saying that the risk is you get 20 followers after two months and none of them convert. What do you do? Do well, you continue then, to pursue it or you're not? No, I wouldn't because it's not what's... Uh, well, you wouldn't well, pursue it the way you were otherwise pursuing it. Okay, that. that's what I was
1: about to say. I'd say something, something's wrong because yeah. I'm not interested in doing social media for a year to get a conversion. I, I, want, yeah. to see, I want to see it's all come back to percentage, Um, so i want things converting Uh, if they're converting then i'll put more effort and energy into it if they're not converting to sales not likes not shares none of those things to actual hard dollars then i'm
0: not going to go down that path and and that's perfect so then most of your time is spent on the traditional or the known paths to um uh generating sales what about affiliates i mean I, i would have thought that um Sure. You can go to the broader market straight out there. You are your business. It's you against the world. You go out and you do your marketing. You do an ad in a paper. You do a, a, uh, uh, I'm not even talking direct mail because I've already got to be engaged with you. If you're going to do direct mail marketing, I'm talking about you versus the world in order to attract people to be on your mailing list or to attract people to do something with you. It, how do you access that? There's advertising. There is, um, really it's, it's, it's advertising affiliates. You, you, are that you're right there. You against the world on a coal face or you're building relationships with like-minded non-competitive, Companies that you can do affiliations with and and share leads. I would have thought
1: well, there's two there's two two strategies that I would really back So again, remember this what this is about today really because we're just to remind everyone It's about getting more sales and when we talk about getting more sales, you need more leads you need more leads and then Now leading back to what Brendan's talking about and you want to get those leads for for as little dollar dollar cost as possible correct, right and so um, Brendan's just talked about affiliates. So we talk about affiliates where you can use the word host beneficiary. You can use the business uh, partners, joint partners, partners, joint ventures yeah. and the rule of thumb with that, Brendan, that, that I've always taught is this, that if you can align with, uh, you said it before, a non-competitive, non-competitive complimentary, non-competitive, complementary um, a, a company or, or guru or someone that's got a huge database because they've got a lot of power. They've spent hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars building up their databases. So you don't have to. Um, You create a relationship with them. They promote promote you or your services and you give them a percentage of sale. That's as good as it gets because it works in this way. Uh, the, the power that, that the organization you're doing that joint venture with already has status in the eyes of their um, a database. So when they recommend you or your service, the database already going, Oh, well, they must be good. So there's inferred third status. That's the first thing. Uh, the cost of marketing is, is only uh, shared on sale. So there's no risk in it to me. That is the best and fastest approach. And just so I can be clear with everybody around that, when your, your joint venture partner, your affiliate partner is marketing for you, you only pay them when you make a sale. So what's more perfect than that? There's no cost other than time costs
0: and setting up the relationship. So then let's, let's take this back to you listening to this. Um, if you have a business entity that you're looking to build, uh, it, build in by way of uh, sales revenue, then your job is to get yourself out there to the broader market and have more leads attract. Absolutely, you be aware of the, con- the concept of the sales funnel uh, where you've got your mass market and then you've got your warm leads and you've got your uh, hot leads and you've got your um, ability to convert and then you have a sale. Um, and, and therefore revenue comes would, the more you have in the top of the funnel the more you can Push through the bottom of the funnel and therefore revenue is generated And you can increase revenue So your job then and quite obviously is to think about different or think latitudinally about what it is You can do to generate more leads um, Social media is one of the, the the big moves right now for generating more leads uh, you can have the capacity to make sales through uh social media or just nurture existing clients or nurture your leads through um uh, warm make warmer leads hotter leads by social media there's there's it has value um there's affiliations and then there's your traditional marketing approach um for the for the small business entity it goes back to to what can you bring to a table for an affiliation what is it that you can bring that will convince people um convince the affiliate, your JV partner, of the value of what you can bring in the contribution to them in a non-competitive complementary way, such that um, uh, you can therefore add credibility to their business as well as um, uh, receive revenue from from the relationship. So if you've not explored that yet, I encourage that. And I think we might take that up as a conversation down the path again, uh, Perry, at some point. the traditional marketing approach of advertising, it's changing because of the internet, because of social media, it's changing. And we need to stay, stay abreast of what the changes are. We don't necessarily want to be on the bleeding edge, but we do want to be on the leading edge. And we, we definitely don't want to be a lagger or a follower from, from great, from far back. It's, uh, market share has already been dominated by somebody else by yeah. that stage of a risk. Um, so the three the three approaches broadly out of this conversation, just at a high level, would be if you're not yet big on my on social media, it might be worthwhile following up social media for how you can market direct to that. I know we've made some changes recently around that, and it's it's exciting as an opportunity. Um, the second is is go harder on your standard channels, or the channels you already know. Don't flog the dead horse; that's going to be fairly pointless. But be creative around different ways of doing what you're already doing. And the third one would be probably affiliation. And with that, then you'll have uh, a three-pronged approach towards building your leads. Would that be fair? Yep. And I'd add one more
1: referral because if you can uh, automate referral processes, um, that is, again, falls into that category of leads generated
0: with no cost. And I think that's brilliant. And you're right, we haven't talked enough about that in today's conversation. So we'll pick that up at some other the point.
1: Uh, that whole thing that we started with today about time, time is clawing back time so that you or your organisation are spending at least
0: 50% of your time. marketing. Uh, well, no, when you say clawing back time, what you're talking about is redistributing time you're going to have a full week anyway, redistributing time, such that 50% is on marketing because it is so easy to be sucked into the operation of the business or to be sucked in the delivery. Correct. And that's the, the discipline. Yeah, correct. And that's one of the biggest consequences of you not getting the revenue you want. You, If you think about it, you probably got into the business, not for the purpose of marketing or sales, but for the purpose of doing the delivery, because that's what you already enjoyed. And, that, and that's oh. what, you, what you're passionate about. If Here's the, here's the discipline. Um, in order for you to continue to be passionate about what you want to be passionate about. Do it less so you want it more, but spend time on marketing so that you've got the justification to do it more. (laughs) That was well done, Brandon. (laughs) That was well done. Guys, until we meet again, invest wisely. Thank you, everyone.
1: See ya.